T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all my. It's Beamaz and Beamer, News Radio 930 WBEN. Welcome in, Beamaz and Beamer here on WBEN uh, with the with you for the next hour or so, um, right up until those tickets go on sale for Garth Brooks, Brian Mazeroski, Joe Beamer, uh, with you right now. Uh, Happy Friday to you, Joe. Happy Friday to you, Brian, and a uh, happy Father's Day to you as well. Thank you. I'm not your dad, though. No, but you're still a father. All right, all right, just making sure. Happy Father's yeah. Day to my father as well, but you are <laughs> you are a father. I thought I'd wish you a happy Father's Day. Um, no, thank you. I love um, Father's Day. It's my favorite holiday now in the year. Um, but no, hands down, because Father's Day is great. It's unlike a lot of the other holidays. You know, there's many other bigger holidays out there. Uh, your Christmases... Yes. Thanksgivings, oh, yeah. you know, all, all these things that, you know, uh, come and go. July, Fourth of July, it's a bigger celebration than Father's Day is every year. But Father's Day is my favorite because all these other holidays, they might be great. They're fun. You're spending time with family. Um, but the, the, what all the holidays have in common is that you're doing something. You have, uh, you, you know, you have to go around, do this, do that. Maybe it's uh, running around to a bunch of different houses uh, for parties. Uh, maybe it's making something. It's, it's always something. Father's Day is great because the one, you know, there's no big gifts or anything like that. There's nothing, you know, too extravagant. But what it brings is this idea that I really don't have to do anything. That's right. Anything I do do is like a little icing on the Father's Day cake. <laughs> um, that's why I really enjoy Father's Day, is because I can, throughout pretty much the entire weekend, especially on Sunday, uh, I can say it's Father's Day. So I'm not going to get up. <laughs> I'm not going to do you know this, that, or the other thing. I am just going to kind of relax, and maybe I'll do that. Uh, whatever that needs to be done. But, you know, this is the one weekend I can say that um, until next year. Right. And then if you do, like you said, if you do something, it'll be like, oh, my, you don't have to do that. My gosh. Uh, is there any big sporting event that you would like to be able to sit back and relax this weekend? Uh, what's going on? Well, I, I didn't know. That's why I'm asking you. 
<laughs> no, I thought you had something in mind. Is there uh, the Mets are playing? I know you're not going to watch that. No, uh, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Is there a hockey game tonight? Maybe I'll stay up a little bit for the hockey game tonight. But no, there's. I don't think there's anything. What NBA just ended? There's nothing happening. That's right. No seven games. Weekend. It's great. I uh, no. I love kicking back. I got a bunch of work to do. Who am I kidding? I'll uh, I'll be working on Father's Day. But you don't have to. That's the great thing. That's the point. Yes. That's the part of Father's Day. So in the spirit of Father's Day, join us on a Friday, eight oh three oh nine thirty, and you can. Basically talk about anything with us, but among those things, lessons from your father. Is there anything you want to share with the general audience that you learned from your father on this Father's Day weekend? Uh, the lessons from your dad. Let us know. 803-0930 here on WBEM. And Joe, we mentioned it's also tickets going on sale for Garth Brooks. Yes. Um, that happens at 10 a.m. today, Ticketmaster dot com is the place to go uh, make sure if you're planning on going get the account and everything sign up before you might want to log on now right um just to make sure you're ready you don't want to go in at 10 and you know figure out you have to make an account and all those things <laughs> right. and uh, then be stuck way in the back or something like that but tickets go on sale on our website we were asking is uh, garth brooks a uh, bucket list concert and i saw that and i thought well that's you know, there's no way that should be true, right? Right. Because Garth Brooks has been, like, the most accessible musician of the last, tw- I was about to say 20, 30 going on now. Yeah. Years. Um, I mean, he's been everywhere. And that's been the point of Garth Brooks. He's uh, sold more tickets, sold more CDs than just about anyone else. He doesn't just come to your city on tour. He comes to your city for an entire week right. and stays there on tour and sells out. He doesn't just play here. He plays the stadium. And by the way, if that sells out, he's been adding extra shows, um, you know, on other nights of the tour. So uh, to me, bucket list, I don't know if bucket list applies to Garth Brooks uh, the way it would some other artists. Because to me, bucket list is if I have a chance to go yeah. see him, I will. You have many chances to see Garth I Brooks. I think that's the thing yes. with Garth Brooks is like you have. Now, this it's less true the more time passes, right? You know, the older he gets, the less he tours. Right. And uh, maybe if you're a younger fan, then it starts to more become a bucket list item. But I don't know if that really applies to Garth Brooks. But who does that apply to for you, Joe? Who is the bucket list? So we know part of your bucket list. Your bucket list is just to step foot in the state of Wyoming. <laughs> what uh, is there an artist, a musical act to go see live in concert? Who, by the way, not, you know, you can't say Elvis. Okay. Right. So, it it uh, has to be alive. somebody still alive who still does a show every now and then. Who is it? Well, can I, can I just give a disclaimer? I have been very fortunate to see a lot of my favorite artists in concert. Here's the thing. I don't think you have to give a disclaimer. Okay. Because you talked about going to see the Backstreet Boys and how excited you are for it. Nothing you say can be shocking or anything to the audience. Okay. So my bucket list, and again, this is because I've been very fortunate to see all my favorite country music artists, the Backstreet Boys, uh, and all my favorite 80s bands. I've been very fortunate. So I would say my bucket list artist, someone who rarely comes to Buffalo, if ever in the last decade, Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> um, okay. No, that's great. I And you know what? That's, to me, again, nothing you could have said right there. I thought I got gotcha. you. Would have been surprising. <laughs> I thought I got gotcha. you. Um, is there, I, I don't know Jimmy Buffett's touring schedule. It's I feel really like he's just... around. 
he goes to like his resorts and plays there a lot. I mean, right? He just does like beach towns now. Very oh, rarely yeah. do you see him in I don't, the north. I I wouldn't want to see. <laughs> I could you imagine going? Oh, I'm going to see Jimmy Buffett. Oh, that's great. Where Minnesota? Yeah, like no, it just doesn't. That I I don't think he's allowed in those states. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you you have to go into your you, you, along the coasts, and that's about it. But if I was fortunate enough to be along the coast and he was touring, um, that is someone that I have not seen that's still living that I'd like to see yeah. in concert. You can make that happen. I think. Oh yeah. Um, there's a lot on mine. I, uh, and someone's saying Garth Brooks, uh, getting the opportunity to see Garth Brooks would definitely be on my bucket. To me, though, just why I say that it shouldn't apply to a bucket list, right? Is that a bucket list is something that you, I guess, you know, it, it could be, to me, almost seeing Garth Brooks in concert is almost like saying going to a Bills game is on my bucket list. I get that, like, yes. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not outrageous to say that, you know, I w- really want to do this. But it's kind of, it depends on your age, too. If you're younger, certainly this wouldn't apply. But if you're, like, 40, 50, 60 years old, yeah, and you're saying, well, oh, seeing Garth Brooks is on my bucket list... I, I would just like, well, he's been here like 40 times. Right, yeah. He's, there's been more Garth Brooks shows in the, last, than there has been, in the last 30 years than there has been Bill's playoff games in Buffalo. Well, yeah. Uh, or Bill's and Sabres combined, um, you know, if you go the last decade. I mean, if you're, if, you're four, if you're 35 or older, you've seen Garth at the Odd, the Arena, probably it's, out of town. It is, though. It's not crazy to... It's more reasonable to say that seeing a Sabres playoff game is on my bucket list than it is seeing Garth Brooks. Yes. Because Garth Brooks has played, yes. what, six more times in the arena than the Sabres have during the playoffs in the last 11 years. Yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah. <laughs> right? So I, th- that to me is why I say I, I don't know if bucket list really applies to – because there's ample opportunity to do it. Uh, not that it's crazy that oh I want to go see him and you know all, all of those things, but it it's the same as I want to go see a Bills game. Right. You, it's there. You can do it if you want to without, you know, too much hassle on your part. You don't have to. Yeah. Hop on a plane. I have a feeling to make that, it happen. I feel I have a feeling a lot of people that are going to see him in the stadium again. If I was in town, I'd be there. We're at one of his six shows in 2015. I, I think I would love to see that breakdown, Joe, of people who are buying tickets ready to go today. I feel like it's it's definitely over 50. I would say over 65% of the people who are buying tickets today have already seen him yes. in concert yep. uh, here or somewhere else. Because that was his thing, right? Cheaper uh, CDs to sell more. Uh, cheaper concert tickets to sell more. Get everybody. He wants to play in front of as many people as possible. That's Garth Brooks, and boom, there he is. We're also forgetting that he did do a, temp- uh, a short residency in Las Vegas, and we know Buffalo's a big Las Vegas town, so there's another opportunity where I'm sure a lot of people took advantage of. Yeah, uh, someone on the text board with uh, an example that I think this applies, I think, you know, on the other side, Paul McCartney, somebody's saying. And uh, I would put the Rolling Stones in this, uh, too, even though they've recently been, you know, recently, within the last decade, they've been in Buffalo and Western New York. 
I, that's still a, you know that's one show. Right. It may never happen again. You probably have to go somewhere to go uh, see him. I you know I've seen I saw McCartney when he was here. I would I might say it's a you know bucket list to go see him again. He was just in Syracuse the other week. Um, you, you know that's the kind of thing that I'm thinking of. Somebody who does not get around as much anymore. And I think for this example, you're thinking time is limited. Time is of the essence. Well, you know it's not. Um, when it comes to bucket list performers, somebody to see in person, we're not, it's not the same as bucket list Mount Rushmore, right? Uh, I can go see Mount Rushmore whenever I've got the vacation days. Right. Um, you know, the performer, you don't know how long Paul McCartney or the Rolling Stones are going to be around. Right. Or, yeah. So that's part of it too, is there's an immediacy that you're kind of feeling it right now where, uh, you know, who do I really need to go and see? And Paul McCartney, by the way, turns the big A-O tomorrow. So, you know, this this could be the last time. I, I have to say, bucket list, and I wasn't adding this because I'm seeing this show in September, but until September, a bucket list concert will be Hall & Oates. Again, they're getting older. This could be their final tour. Uh, Hall & Oates is on my bucket list. Yeah, like that's hilarious to me. But it's not surprising, that's, but it's that's just funnier, hilarious. That's more hilarious than Jimmy Buffett? Yeah, Jimmy Buffett's, you know, Jimmy Buffett is not just popular, but he has like a cult following, too. Right. What are the, the parrot heads, right? Yes, yeah, you got it. He's got the, the Hawaiian, anyone in a Hawaiian shirt, I assume, is the biggest Jimmy Buffett fan in the world. Well, I don't like Hawaiian shirts, so that, that's where... But, but no, but I if you're wearing saying. a Hawaiian shirt, I assume that means I treat any Hawaiian shirt I see... As a basically head. a Jimmy Buffett concert T-shirt, <laughs> okay. uh, it's the same thing. Uh, so he has a huge cult following, loyal following. That it doesn't surprise me that you would say like, "Oh, Buckles, Hall and Oates," like that's just very funny. popular, very to popular me, in the eighties. Hall and Oates. Uh, you saying that is your bucket list? Uh, if you said Vanilla Ice, to me, it's the exact same thing. I mean, Hall and Oates had a few <laughs> more hits than Vanilla Ice, but still, like just the idea of it, like, oh, you know. I got a, a top. Who do you got to see before they're they're done? Hollow notes. Like to me, if you would have said Vanilla Ice, I would have had the same reaction. Like that's funny. <laughs> All right, we'll agree to this. I think Hollow Notes. I mean, they they defined '80s music. '80s pop music was for most of the '80s and some of the '70s. Hollow uh, Notes was there. I mean, they have a very uh, big catalog of music. Are they that hard to come by? Like, well, they don't tour as much as... I had one chance to see Hall & Oates in 2014, and unfortunately, uh, turned down, and I'm very Why upset. Why do I feel like they're here all the time? Or is it just one of them? Oh, well, yeah. Not lately, though. I mean, is Hall, Hall, Oates, Hall or Oates? Which well, Oates, one? Oates does the, the, the discussion at the casino. Oates is what you smell downtown after the Sabres game. Cheerios. <laughs> yeah. No, John Oates does like the discussion, and you know, but Hall and Oates together, I don't think they've been to Western New York in at least the last decade, That's or within the last decade, twenty fourteen. All right, so you're, you're crossing one off the bucket list. Yes, That's pretty cool. I, I mean, I just put them on the bucket list, but I'll be crossing it off in September. There you go. Jimmy Buffett's still the number one because, again, it's not. I don't remember Jimmy Buffett being in Western New York in the last decade. Bucket list to me means top of the top. Okay. Um, so Elton John, would that be a bu- bucket list for me personally? But would that no? Do you think that's a person that's on a lot of bucket lists? Probably, 
Um, again, you, you know, if he's on your bucket list, I think you're younger because you hadn't had the opportunity to see him before. Right. Um, but it's also somebody, you know, he's, he's traveling the world, so he's not all in America all the time. Um, his This is his final tour ever, and it's only lasting like five years. So yeah. you only have like a couple more years to see him. So, that, I mean, that would be a bucket list. He's not on my bucket list. Kiss but. and Elton John, both the longest farewell tours yes. of all time. The Kiss one's been going on for 25 years, yeah. I believe. <laughs> um, but like, you know, the Rolling Stones. I love the Rolling Stones. Um, and I would love to, I've never seen them. I would love to see them. I don't know if I would say a bucket list item. Like I just like if the Rolling Stones stop touring or, you know, Keith passes away or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm going to, and you know, maybe it'll be different when it actually happens. I don't know if I haven't seen them by that point, if I'll be like, Ooh, you know, I feel like that's the like gut punch right. feeling that you get. Bucket list to me is like top of the top. Who's on it? For me? Because you're, you're like me. You see a lot of your favorite uh, artists perform. Yes. Iggy Pop. Bucket list. I mean, that's and he's the last of the Stooges. I've never seen him before. He still goes around in tour. I, I get the notification all the time. Hey, hey we're on tour all uh, uh, summer. Come and uh, see me. Yeah, in Europe, like no, I you know come over here, uh, but no, he is the top of the bucket list for me. If I had to pick, you know, one per, I mean, it, that would be the act to go see. I would think, you know, there's probably a few more. That's like the one originally, like boom, top of mind, right there. I would uh, the original Misfits. They come together, play a few shows like maybe once or twice a year, that would be a bucket list for me because it's a very rare to be able to go see it together. And, you know, it's expensive ticket. You don't know how much time, you know, if they're going to break up again. You know, it took 40 years to get them all back together. That would be a bucket list show. Aside from that, I don't know. You know, I, I try to see everybody right. that I want to see, you know, when I get the opportunity to go and do it. Yeah, you're a traveling guy. You travel for your shows. It's sometimes. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, if you have to. I said that to me is worth it. Like that to me is worth yeah. spending the money on uh, to go and see. I, I don't travel to go to, uh, you know, a lot of different things. You won't catch me on the beach every single summer or anything like that. That's, you know, my right. Yeah. thing to go and do. That's pretty cool. Uh, I, anyone else, though? I don't know. I don't know if they reach the the bucket list. You have a very exclusive bucket list. I that's what it has to be. Yeah, I mean, the, I think that's right. the top of the top. If you have right? ten th- ten concerts on your bucket list, oh, come on, it's got to be like two or three. Like that's these are the what you really want to see, because as you've illustrated, a lot of a lot of acts, a lot of bands, they tour a lot. Right? It's kind of saturated. You, you can see them every summer. I mean, there are that's the thing. Like that's if if it's somebody you have access to, and you tell me. That's if you're telling me that Garth Brooks is on your bucket list, my response would be, "Well, then why don't you go see him?" That's like someone saying, Dave, <laughs> "You know what I mean?" It's like someone saying Dave Matthews is on your bucket list. Yes, I, yes, it's the exact same thing. Yeah. Like it, it would not be unreasonable to say you're. you're uh, it, no, it would be unreasonable to say you're a huge Dave Matthews fan, but you've never seen him. <laughs> right. Yes. He's everywhere every summer. Um, he, he's all over the place, and he's been doing it for a bunch of years. Yeah. And I mean, that's part of the experience is going to see him. The Garth Brooks. That's. 
part of the experience is going to see this huge tour, this big, exciting show that he puts on all the time. And I just think I, if you're saying he's your bucket list, now is your chance. I mean, go and get the ticket right. and go see him because, to me, there's not an excuse not to. No, exactly. And like you said, I mean, it is part part of Garth Brooks is the show he puts on. Every time he comes through that I can remember, right, late 90s to now, it's always been something big hyped up like this. Garth Brooks at the arena. Garth Brooks. It's always been hyped up. And I'm telling you, I don't say this a lot. It lives up to the hype. You know, a Garth Brooks concert lives up to the hype. My, I mean, quite frankly, my bucket list, and we're both, we have the same idea in the way that the bucket list is their heyday when they were all around came way before we were born. Yes. Um, Mine is, quite frankly, if you're on my bucket list because it's not so much I need to do this before I kick the bucket. It's I need to do this before they do. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that will elevate yeah. you. You know, I hate to uh, turn it around and sound that way, but that's that's the feeling. Like, that elevates you to a bucket list. When yeah. I see your years ticking and everyone else is gone who played with you, all right. Right. You're, it's mean, time to get serious. In, in a decade, you're going to be off my bucket list if I see you or not. Yes, right. yes, yeah. yes, that's the feeling. Uh, B-Maz and Beamer will be back here on WBEN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. It's Beamaz and Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. All right, welcome back. Beamaz and Beamer here on WBEN. Uh, Happy Friday to everybody out there. You know, Garth Brooks tickets go on sale. We've been talking about uh, our web poll question was what is on your concert bucket list? Is Garth Brooks on your bucket list? And I, I, I thought it was an interesting conversation because, you know, how do you define bucket list? Who would you put on there? Is your bucket list more about when you kick the bucket or more about when the person <laughs> does? You know, do you base it on, I don't know if I have a lot of years to see this uh, band left. Um, and, you know, I does it apply 
necessarily to everybody. So like in the case of Garth Brooks, I was saying, I don't think you are allowed to put Garth Brooks on your bucket list. Because if he really was, you would just go and see him. He tours these big stadiums all the time. He's been in Buffalo. He has had more performances. And, uh, you know, by the time he'll uh, do this, he has done more performances in arenas and stadiums in Buffalo in the last 11 years than there have been Sabres playoff games by a score of seven to nothing. (laughs) So it's more reasonable here in Buffalo to put a Sabres playoff game at home on your bucket list than it would be to see Garth Brooks in concert, as crazy as that sounds. So I feel like for that reason, I can't put him on. Over the break, a lot of people chiming in with their uh, ones. And Joe, we were talking about ACDC as one. And that's, somebody said, you know, my bucket list is to see ACDC. Um, And I said, you know, I I like it. I feel, and I I would say the same thing. But I feel like I can't. Because if it really was that important, if it really was a bucket list, I would have done it by now. Because they've been here. Yes. You know, uh, I don't know exactly how many times, but more than twice over the last 15 years. I was going to say yes. They've been here more than twice. You've had opportunity to go see ACDC at the arena here in Buffalo. So if I put that on my bucket list, I feel like that would be disingenuous coming from me. Because if it really was that important, I would have done it already, I guess. Right? Yeah. I, I mean, if it rises to that level. 803-0930, what do you think? Joe, what do you think about this, too? ACDC, I think, uh, because we were talking about this with you know some of the uh, different bands. And Lucas, our producer, was mentioning this. He brought up Henry Rollins. Because, you know, you know, how do you feel about him? And I'm like, yeah, I love Black Flag. But I've never went to see Henry Rollins in person, you know, just his solo show or anything like that, because I, you know, I don't know. It doesn't have the same appeal to me. It's not the band. Right. Yeah. Um, however, like Paul McCartney, I, you know, I love the Beatles. I, his, you know, Wings, whatever, um, his solo stuff. I, Silly you know, love song? Come on. I, yeah, I don't know if I've ever really dived into his solo stuff, but. I, you know, Paul McCartney is like, yes, like, let's go. It's a great show. Uh, let's absolutely do it. Um, and then, you know, I mentioned Iggy Pop. He's my bucket list, you know, guy. If right. I had to pick one, that would be it. You know, the band isn't with him, but I still, you know, want to see the guy. But that doesn't translate to everybody, right? And you you said Hall & Oates Hall was and Oates. on your bucket list. Daryl Hall does all the singing. If, if people wanted to just see Daryl Hall, I mean, no offense to John Oates, he probably would be doing a lot more solo touring, but <laughs> they want the name. Right. You see Hall and Oates together. Again, John Oates does the casino for 30 bucks. Uh, Hall does, you know, something for 30 bucks. Together, it is, oh my gosh, got to get tickets. This thing's $100. Even though one guy's carrying like 80% of the weight. Exactly. It's like Simon and Garfunkel. Yes. Now, I would, you know, Paul Simon still, Paul Simon carries 99. Five percent of the weight, right? Um, <laughs> but I I feel like they could probably charge more for Simon and Garfunkel than just Paul Simon. I might be wrong in that. Paul Simon might be another McCartney uh, one there. But uh, anyways, back to ACDC. It, you know, here's a rare example: the band they lose their singer, uh, they get a new guy, and you know, there's still not everybody accepts him as like the guy, but. I mean, they're still mega popular. Right. Oh, ever since 80, 
when he joined the band. And I I was saying, I think they could almost do that with just about every, something about that music. Um, now, you know, if Angus, I, that would be the real test of this. But they came to Buffalo, and uh, Brian Johnson couldn't sing. So they had Axl Rose fill in and do ACD. So they weren't just the next singer. They were on the next, next singer. <laughs> and people still went and really enjoyed it. I kind of think ACDC could just slowly over time change over every single member of the band to where, you know, it eventually it's just a cover band. But if it's still, you know, they've got the big sign and the marquee, people would pay to go see it. Right. I mean, think about the think about the groups now, Brian, that that tour with just one original member. Right. Foreigner. Uh, Lou Grant's not still with Foreigner, right? It's the the founding member who plays uh, who plays uh, guitar. That's the only member they have. Uh, same with Journey. Journey's down to one uh, original member touring with them. ACDC, uh, I think, definitely could do it. I think you might see it with other bands that questionable, um, but ACDC could definitely be the touring cover band of the ACDC music you know and love. And it would always be, well, this guy worked with the original group and then this guy worked with this guy who worked with the original group and you could have that 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 line but they would still be the acdc i see um you know there's there's a lot of bands that fall into that i see uh i saw dropkick murphy's earlier this year and they have you know there's really only one original original member but only a few guys who have been around only two guys since the first album and only three from you know over a decade ago and they were without one of the three when I went to see him, um, he's you know off taking care of his uh, own uh, family issues, right? And I still had a great time, but it wasn't the same. You know, it, it definitely wasn't the same type of show. I don't know how long they can keep that going, right? Uh, but right, that's what I always say about Journey. You're not seeing Journey; you're seeing a Journey cover band. Very good, very good, but it's not Steve Perry. <laughs> I, I I would agree with that. It's not I, Lou Graham. You know? You're not going to see Aerosmith without uh, Steven Tyler. No. Right. Like, I, I personally, when I went to go see Foreigner, I was very, uh, very disappointed. I mean, no offense to the, the guy that's carrying the group now. There's another great one. Because that's uh, everyone you've heard of every Garth Brooks show. I've never heard anybody disappointed. Have you? Right. Of a Garth Brooks show? No. I, I always hear the same. Even if they don't really like him. <laughs> you know, the show was fantastic. Right. Um, who did disappoint you? That's an interesting one. Yeah. I'm trying to think of... You know, ones where I've been to, shows I've been to, where I've been a little, ah, you, you come away underwhelmed. By the way, can I, can I admit something? I accidentally said Lou Grant. I did mean Lou Graham. Sorry, I, I, before someone calls me out on the text board. <laughs> <laughs> um, but who did disappoint you? That's uh, Because that's that, you remember that almost as much as you remember oh, yeah. the, the concert that blew you away. Yeah, I think yeah. for sure um, you would remember a lot of that. I don't get disappointed a lot. I don't go in with like super high expectations see, that's, a lot. I think that's how you have to go into live shows. You just, you know, I see what I see. Right. Right. Don't <laughs> you get into I mean, it? I mean, don't go like, oh, this is gonna suck, but don't go in like this is gonna be the best thing I ever see. Yeah. When <laughs> expectations are really high. I the best though is when you go in with super high expectations and they're met. Oh yeah. Yes. Um that happened to me earlier this year and you know, that that is the top feeling. That's hopefully if you're a Garth Brooks 
you know, fan and you're buying tickets, that's the feeling you're going to get. High expectations. I mean, hey, like I said, I don't usually hype up shows because they can fluctuate. Uh, but I've, I, I definitely, the Garth Brooks hype is real. I mean, the live shows are amazing. So also happening this weekend, we were talking about this a little bit earlier, uh, a Buzz Lightyear movie oh, yes. is coming out. Um, and it's not, it's, I don't know, it's different. It's not a Toy Story movie, but it's got Buzz Lightyear from Toy Story. Uh, it's hitting theaters this weekend. In Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear Mission Log. Captain America star Chris Evans takes over the voice of Buzz Lightyear, a toy in the Toy Story movies, now a real space ranger. Evans telling me Buzz and Cap share a lot of heroic qualities. A uh, sense of duty and responsibility, morality, uh, dedication, focus. Honesty. They're both larger-than-life heroes, but who would win in a fight? Well, I got to go with Cap. You know, I mean, I, I, I've been with that character for a long time. It's where my allegiance lies. And he also has superpowers. Lightyear is in theaters this weekend. Jason Nathanson, ABC News, Hollywood. All right, so uh, here's you know, Susan was mentioning this earlier this morning, where she said that she thought a lot of, and I don't disagree with this, a lot of adults are going. Now, this is a kids' movie, right? It's an animated movie. About Pixar. a spaceman named yes. Buzz Lightyear. That's a kid's movie. Yes. In the traditional sense. <laughs> but there's probably going to be a lot of adults. And she was mentioning, you know, uh, not just kids who, you know, Toy Story, I should have looked this up, but Toy Story was what, 96? 96. Yep. So I was six years old when that came out. I am much older than six right now. Um, and, you know, maybe that people who grew up, they saw Toy Story when they were a kid and kept watching the movies are going to go see this new movie. She also mentioned parents who took their kids to go see Toy Story and some of these other movies might be following along and see this movie by themselves as it is. Now, I was saying I don't doubt that at all. But I feel like there's that's very two different types of people. If you're an older person who keeps following kids' movies versus not, right? Like, to me, yeah. um, I loved Toy Story when I was. I had the Buzz Lightyear action figure. So did I. Uh, it was All super cool. All the buttons cool. worked. Oh, not on mine, unfortunately. Oh. <laughs> It didn't. The wings didn't pop out. It was, you know, all those things broke <laughs> as soon as uh, they happened. But I, I loved it. Um, and, you know, I, I watched the movie. It was great. I went to see both the, the first one, the second one. Yeah, I fell off after the second one. In a, a theater. Right. <laughs> now, if you were to ask me, oh, y you know, if my mom were, were to come up and say, Brian, you love Toy Story. Toys, are you going to go see Toy Story? My answer would be, no, I'm 32 now. <laughs> like, yeah. and that's Toy Story, and I'm not, you know, probably not going to watch it, just because it's I don't know. Like, it's it's a kids movie. I, it's not like I'm saying I I wouldn't enjoy a kids movie, but I'm just not moved to see it the same way that. However, there's people in a totally different. Maybe these are like the Disney adults that you hear about. Oh yes, or are maybe yeah who are thinking that this movie is just as much for adults as it is for kids. Maybe. I think you're going to have people like that. But they're the same people, Brian, who went to the theater and saw people our age that went to go see Toy Story 3 and 4. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, you've gone to, you went 15 years after Toy Story 1 and saw Toy Story 3. I don't, were there a lot of those people? I think more than you, than, than you think. I... I, I because look at the people that you just mentioned that go to Disney Disney World 
on adult trips, right? I think they're the same people that probably said, hey, I'm in college now. Let's go watch Toy Story 3. Like, I would have to ask, I don't think either of my parents, uh, we'll, we'll go, the, you know, the two groups. I don't think either of my parents, after they were, you know, they watched their last kids movie with me. Right. I don't think either of them watched a kids movie ever again. Well, no. But no, but this, I think there's a lot of people who took their kids to go see Toy Story 30 years ago who are still are going to be in the theater this weekend to go see Buzz Lightyear because they like it. That's true. Yeah. But but my I don't think either of my parents would fall into that category at all. No, and, and they probably I, don't still watch Toy Story if they saw it on TV. Yeah. Right. And I don't I don't imagine myself as one of those people. And I think there's even more people our age who are 30 something who will go into the theater to go see Yes. Lightyear in theaters today. Uh, even though you know it's a quote-unquote kids movie, who are thirty-something, I don't fall into that category. You'll also have people that will bring their kids who don't have any interest in seeing Buzz Lightyear, so they can see it. You'll have that as well <laughs> at the theater. <laughs> Parents now forcing. Oh man! Yeah. So this is this is like you know three layers deep unpacking this. <laughs> this this probably happens. I think of this as like the Star Wars thing, right? Right. This probably happens all the time with Star Wars parents. Who grew up, they love it, and now they're it's you think about this with like the baseball dad in Little League. Oh yeah. Right? Where it's like you're gonna play or you know, football or something. Yeah. Yeah. You know, get on the basketball court and you know, (laughs) uh do that kind of thing. I think it's just as strong of a feeling of the parents who um you have someone who loves Star Wars and still loves Star Wars and now they have a kid and they're you know, in their head. Right, and we always think about this like, oh, in the father's head, you know, happy Father's Day. Uh, oh, and my son is going to be a—he's going to love playing baseball just like I love baseball. And now I'm going to force him out there to play baseball or something, you know, whatever. I don't know. Baseball is just the old timey thing, that right? You think football, basketball, whatever it is. Uh, but I think it's probably more so the case now that you have the parent who, uh, you know, was a former Star Wars nerd, now is a grown adult Star Wars nerd and um <laughs> they're thinking yes now i have a kid and i have an excuse to go to you know toy conventions and right. things like that and uh, but their kid has no interest no it's like i, I don't you know i don't care about buzz Lightyear look, or star wars look it's a baby yoda no don't take that out of the box we <laughs> don't want to take that out of the box <laughs> what are you doing timmy <laughs> now i do have to admit though because i would not go and sit down and watch toy story but you do know my obsession with my wife and i's obsession with christmas she's getting lumped into this as well and we do watch home alone the santa claus and all those christmas movies that you might think of being kids christmas movies so there is a month three out of the year where i might fit into that Ten. category <laughs> where i might fit in that category so i do want to i do want to admit that there there are certain christmas movies that are Obviously, for children that I watch in the holiday season. Hmm, that's weird. Because, uh, yeah, the Christmas movies are like Elf is a kids' movie. Yes. Uh, but I don't think of it as a kids' movie. I think of it as a Christmas movie. Exactly. Right. right. So it's a little bit different. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I like that. Uh, and, but that, I don't think anybody's forcing Christmas on their kids. Most kids like Christmas. Oh, yeah. I would hope so. Like the holidays, yeah. right? Uh, you're not going to be forcing that. I think they'll want to take part right. in that kind of thing. But I think that there's, like like you said, whether it's Lightyear, I, Star Wars is the thing that I think is absolutely a part of this, where some someone is putting their kid on their couch next to them 
and turning on Disney one Plus. of these yeah Star Wars shows <laughs> on Disney Plus or like the Star Wars movies where they're in the like the big worldwide uh, Senate and they're talking about like global politics in a fake world and you know this five year old's next to him on the couch like. What are we watching here? <laughs> like, can you, can, uh, Tom and Jerry would be better, please. You better pay attention because this is going to go into the Lego Star Wars movie, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I think that probably exists. Uh, um, I think so I, for sure. I'm, I'm not the, for as much as I liked, you know, the movie back then, I don't, it's not like a, I, I'm not snooty or anything. It's just, I, for some reason, have lost a lot of interest. I stopped watching the Power Rangers. In 99, right? I'm yeah. not watching the new Power Rangers now. That, that's what I equated to. Right. And they came out with one like a few years ago. Yes. And I remember seeing that like, wow, that's cool. Like I used to love that. I mean, I was obsessed with the Power Rangers, had all the toys and everything like that. Did I see the new one? No. No. <laughs> because I don't. And, and there's some things I was obsessed with. Like, I, you know, oh, I still go to hockey games like watching it. But I'm not watching it every single day like the way I would have. Or reading about it in you know twenty four seven. You've got responsibilities. You're an adult. You're maybe a that's the thing that you have to really like it to uh, overcome the responsibility. Let me ask you before because we gotta get out of here. But before before you had your son, would you and your wife ever go to Disney on an adult trip? Oh, we did. You did. So you you so you like Disney World? That's an that's an adult trip. Y- yes, there's a. There's a difference between people who go for a trip because okay. it's fun, like, yeah. and it's it is fun for all ages. Disney and the Universal, I right. think you know you ride the roller coasters and everything like that. That's that is different from being like Disney people. Okay, good. Uh, I thought you were gonna make fun of me. I was gonna talk about going to Blizzard Beach. No, I. Okay. Wh- where's that? Is that Disney? Yeah, that's yeah. Um, no, I, I mean it's 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 amazing. You yeah. know all the stuff they built. It's super cool to kind of go in there. Um, but there's a difference between that and like every vacation is Disney. Yeah. Okay. Whether it's the yeah. cruise line or the park or something like that. I think that's a little over the top. Yeah. I helped my buddy move out, move out of college, uh, and we stopped in Blizzard Beach and, uh, then the trip went downhill after that, but Blizzard Beach was awesome. <laughs> I don't... You got to be careful when you say I was in the theme park uh, and the trip went downhill. After oh no! That. After the theme park, okay. Uh, on the way back to Buffalo, <laughs> that's right. that's a story for a different show. <laughs> we'll be back next week. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us. And Brian, have a great Father's Day. And on Father's Day, you want to join us. Hardline. We have the Erie County Clerk's race. Melissa Hartman and Mickey Kern. The Erie County Clerk, the most father-like of all elected positions. Yes. Right. Please put, get your paperwork in on time. Keep things neat and orderly. <laughs> Am I right on that? Yes, yes. There it, you go. It, I don't know if you've been following this. It's very heated, and we will have both candidates on Hardline this Sunday on WBEN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 